With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. We are 32 days from the start of the baseball postseason. They'll have a wild card playoff game tentatively scheduled for Tuesday, the 3rd of October. Now, the Astros will not play in that wild card game. They don't have to worry about the wild card game in the American League that particular day. Uh, they'll be in the playoffs a couple days after that, and the Astros will have a new number two starter. Big trade going down. Yesterday's rumor is today's fact as Justin Verlander has been traded from the Detroit Tigers to the first-place Houston Astros from the doormats of the American League, one of the worst teams in the AL this year, Detroit, to a team that, even though they have been coasting along uh, of late, the Astros are still in a much better position. The Astros sending a gaggle 
of suspects in return, uh, one of them supposedly a blue-chip pitching suspect, uh, this guy Franklin Perez, who I've never heard of. I've never – I heard John Paul Morosi earlier waxing poetic about this. But Verlander has put up quite the body of work. He also has quite the financial investment left. And so let's grade the trade. Right? Let's talk about this. We'll grade the trade. The question is, what do you what do you give the Astros here and what do you give the Tigers? Uh, I, I'm going to give the Astros an A. Short-term, they get an A. Long-term, they get a B-minus. Long-term, they get a B-minus. Short-term, they get an A in the Verlander trade. And the Tigers, because they got a bunch of lottery tickets and it's a game of chance, I'm going to only give them a, a C. I, I can only give them a C. I can't give you more than a C because this is a white flag situation. Now, the, the, the Tigers, we'll, we'll get to the Astros in a moment, but the Detroit Tigers also traded Justin Upton who can opt out of his contract. We'll have more on that later. In uh, we, we, I, I scheduled the MLB trade-o-rama, which we were looking forward to with all the last-minute trades that took place. But the once-proud Detroit Tigers. Now, I've heard several different MLB gurus go on and on about how the Tigers now rebuilding. And this is one of my pet peeves. If you've heard the show over the years. Now, what is rebuilding? It's, it's a weasel term, rebuilding, okay? It's, uh, this is a mega project. <laughs> you, know, you know those big, giant tunnels they build in cities and stuff? That the, like in Boston, they had the big dig. This is a mega project, what's going on in Detroit. But the term rebuilding, as we've often pointed out, it, you're, you're selling the false hope of rebuild, right? It's, people will always buy. They'll, they'll sell the optimism of youth, and I believe that you can, much like the Yankees have done, not have to tear everything apart and be hot, flaming garbage for years, and you can still put a uh, competitive baseball team on the field. But many people will buy it. Look, look, in the NBA, the Philadelphia 76ers for years have been using the sports weasel term, trust the process. And the lemmings in the Delaware Valley buy that, and they're like, oh, yes, trust the process. Ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. So the, so the Tigers have thrown everything out. They're like, they're just, they're going to, well, they have blown it up now. There'll be more players that are moved. And I, I guarantee if they can get rid of Miguel Cabrera, they would get rid of Miguel Cabrera. They probably tried to trade him. I bet that comes out. In, uh, in, a, in the coming days. But, but those kind of terms have always rubbed me the wrong way. Rebuilding, state, you know, uh, th- those kind of things. Because, uh, again, you're, you're selling crap is what you're doing. You're selling crap. And no one else does that in any other business other than sports. It does not happen. Now, as far as Justin Verlander and his transformation, he did not pitch particularly well the first a couple months of the baseball season. But the last 11 starts, Justin Verlander has been very good. Very, very good. We talked about this the other day, and the speculation was that there was a mystery team that turned out to not be the team that Verlander went to. And maybe that was all made up anyway. Maybe that was all made up. But Verlander ends up going to the from the Tigers to the Astros for a, a, a gaggle of prospects. And short term, this is a wonderful situation. This is a wonderful situation for the short term because Verlander's pitched well. Uh, he gets to stay in the American League. He's going to be surrounded by much better players than he had in Detroit. 
So he's got that, and he will help fortify the rotation in Detroit and give them a number two starter. I would assume he would be the number two starter in the postseason. And it's pretty straightforward here. This is not brain surgery uh, for the Astros. And uh, for those that in the Houston area that are going through so much, if they actually love the Astros and care about the Astros, and this will be a, uh, a great uh, great thing. Right? You're looking forward to watching him pitch and, and, and do well in competition, playoff competition, something if Verlander had stayed with the Tigers, he would never have. Right, I mean, there, there are the, the competitive juices are back. There's the long term. The reason I give this a lower grade long term is because Verlander is closing in on the mid thirty range, which means a diminishing return on investment, and his contract is insane, insane. There was cash considerations that was also part of this particular trade. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox on Fox. We also had college football that got off with a, a handful of Thursday games in college football. I, I did watch some of the Ohio State-Indiana game. That was in my rotation. And if only Indiana could have somehow stopped the game early in the third quarter, then the Hoosiers would have been very happy. But the war of attrition uh, in effect there, and uh, Ohio State trailed at halftime and then Urban Meyer went in and kicked every player's ass at halftime, and they, they figured it out. They came out in the second half, and the Buckeyes steamrolled and bushwhacked Indiana 49-21. to And JT Barrett, the quarterback for Ohio State, who's one of the Heisman candidates and all that, the final number is very impressive. And many of them coming in the second half of that particular game. Ohio State with five minutes left in the third quarter. They were trailing 21-20 to with less than five minutes to go in the third quarter. And then Ohio State goes on and smashes, obliterates Indiana. Four consecutive touchdowns. Four consecutive touchdowns for Ohio State. And that is a route or route, depending on how you look at it. And uh, another Buckeye that very few have heard of making his mark, the great J.K. Dobbins with 181 yards on the ground for Ohio State. So it was nice to watch college football. And it was also nice that I didn't have to spend too much time watching exhibition football activity, which I did uh, flip around and watch uh, a few. uh, Now and again, I was flipping around, but it was a little painful. A little painful. Uh, Of course, when the, the menu of games includes the Rams, Packers, the Chargers, 49ers, and the Raiders Seahawks, that's a little tough, a little, uh, little tough to, uh, to enjoy. So, All right, Ben Maller, show on Fox Sports Radio, and we will take your phone calls. Operators are standing by. If you know the number, call right now. And uh, if you call later, we'll get a two-for-one deal, right? We'll let you call. No, we don't let they don't. They can't call twice? No. <laughs> only one call. Sorry about that. It's not my rules. It's management here. They only allow you to call one time. You're only supposed to call once a week, but most of these people call every day. It's uh, they're addicted. It's like it's like uh, in their bloodstream. They cannot stop uh, calling the show. They're, it's it's an issue. There's therapy for that. Pencil neck. It's a rehab. No, that guy he calls once every year. That guy, pencil neck Ray. We want him to be addicted to the show. We cannot convince pencil neck Ray to get our show into his bloodstream. He he he's stayed away. Anyway. 
Uh, right over there is Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia? <laughs> you like the you're, dramatic pause? Well, there? I'm glad you're saying my last name. Yeah. I, I don't know why there's a question mark a on the end. but uh, Pregnant pause there. Kind of thought so, that uh, Ohio State-Indiana game kind of reminded me of the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight, and that early on you're like, oh, wait a minute, this this might be interesting. And then in the end it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they they were way better. Are you saying this is a sandbagging situation? I don't think it was a sandbagging situation. I think it was no, a feeling out I don't, process. I don't think, I don't, well, I don't think the boxing was a sandbagging situation. I think it absolutely it, in, was. In the end. I think Floyd Mayweather was like, I got to make this competitive. But would you, would you not disagree not do anything. that in the end, Indiana just ran out of gas? They did not have the horses, obviously, that Ohio yeah. State has, and they in blew the, them away. In the, the future, I believe the college football should just make the game shorter for the bad teams so they don't have to play the complete game. And we'll level the playing field. Well, clearly the uh, you know the Big Ten needs to go to the Pac-12's uh, model of shorter half times, and uh, we can shave ten minutes off of that uh, four and a half hour game. That'll really make a big difference. Yeah. I don't think they have enough commercials in college football. I think they they have to find a way. And it's really a problem. I feel bad for the guardians of college football because the one thing I'm upset about when I watch a college football game, Eddie, is the lack of commercial inventory. Like I was watching that Ohio State Indiana game, I was like, I really feel bad. That there's not enough commercials. I wish there were more timeouts. I really wish there were more timeouts. Well, the replay process too. It, I mean, I know they'll never get rid of it. It's just not something that's ever going to happen. But it just takes so damn long. But you build up the drama, Eddie. You got to build up the drama, or the human emotion. I don't know when they go to replay. I'm not really. Uh, I don't get more excited. I usually go to the bathroom or get, yeah. a, get a soda or something. Here's an idea. I'm gonna. I'm a problem solver. That's why I have a radio show. I solve. Is that pro- why? Yes. Okay. I, I am counsel. I solve problems is what I do. How about you just have a guy, big fat guy, sit in a, a room. Big, make sure he's a fat guy. Yeah, big fat no, guy. No skinny guys no, are allowed. Skinny guys are, we don't want skinny people. They don't get it. Uh, we want a fat guy, big obese guy. Sit him yeah, in a someone room. Someone who has no athletic ability. Yes. Yeah. Sit him in a room. Judging in front of athletic TV, events. Okay. And I want him to watch the, because on television they get the replays right away and I know within 10 seconds the call. So... Uh, why don't we just get a big fat guy, put him in a room in front of the TV, and then uh, the uh, replay process or process will last no more than like a minute. Done, right? Ten seconds. You really, you know, you you go up to the press box or whatever. You tell the guy. He says, "Ah, I saw the replay in, and here's the call." And then you just get back to game action. Problem solved. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I I just I just think they should tell them, look, guys, you know, if you have to look at 15 angles, fine, because we've got to get it right. But just Try to be as fast as you can. I just if, you point, see it, if you see it on the first yeah. time and you know, there's yeah. no need to look at three more. Just go. I just want to point out, Eddie, that I'm the college football expert because I have yet to lose a college football pick. I would like. Well, to neither thank, have I. I would like to thank Buffalo for covering the 20 point, 21, is it 21 points against Minnesota. The Golden Gophers win, but. They do not cover. Yeah. That I, I had the Buckeyes, so I, and I was a little bit worried at halftime, but uh, they not, came through for me. I was a little worried at the end of the first quarter. It was 14-7. to 7. I thought, well, this is going to continue. But then they didn't score for the next two quarters. Either team didn't score for the next two quarters in that particular well, game. So. I'm sorry I missed that second half. That's a classic. Yeah. That, is, that was on the Big Ten Network, Eddie. You missed that. Big Ten I actually Network. Get, I actually get that show. Yeah, because they are on the direct TV, That's right. unlike the Pac-12, which yeah. still hasn't figured it out. And I put that together. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Well, it's time to move over for the cheating Cardinals and the Patriots back in the Spygate days because you have a new neighbor in Scandalville. 
Yeah, this is uh, very troubling. Uh, it, it's always sad when the Giants go down. Uh, the big franchises in sports, the once iconic franchises, and the a team that for many generations was the model franchise in professional basketball is now a laughing stock on and off the court. The Los Angeles Laker franchise has been caught with their pants down in a very public display of cheating. The NBA ruled that, indeed, I was correct. There was an overwhelming amount of evidence that the Los Angeles Lakers committed tampering with the poor, helpless Indiana Pacers over Paul George. And so I wanted to talk about this, and I'll let my staff respond here in a moment. But the Lakers were fined $500,000 for illicit illegal activity, tarnishing the reputation of the franchise and also the entire NBA. So the question I wanted to ask you, and I want to propose it right now, how do you feel about the corruption in Lakerland? How do you feel about that? And I, I think the answer is obvious. It's guilty on all charges, manipulation, public humiliation, and the kid glove treatment. It's all that. Now, much to the chagrin of the people I work with, we'll start with this, uh, who somehow live in this bizarro world, this shoebox where everything's wonderful, uh, we knew that there was overwhelming evidence of guilt here. You didn't have to bring in the Scooby, Scooby-Doo gang and, and, and solve this case. The Lakers, Lakers are guilty on all charges. You had Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka working in cahoots to manipulate the mind of Paul George. That's how the NBA ruled. Magic went on Jimmy Kimmel's TV show. He used ninja-like winks on television. <laughs> that was the first layer of the evil plan. Ninja-like winks. Yes. I didn't know ninjas did a lot of winking. Yes, they do. Uh, so <laughs> on Jimmy Kimmel's TV day. show. And uh, remember, Eddie, we told you a couple weeks ago that symbolic speech matters. And the NBA, we learned, I, I wasn't aware of this, the NBA, wor- they warned the Lakers because of what Magic did, and the second shoe to drop in this scandal of corruption, and it, it was Rob Palenka, whoever the hell that is, who then contacted Paul George's agent. And, and so those exaggerated winks have a price. It's bad business for the NBA, clearly damaged Paul George's trade value, thus hurting the Indiana Pacers. And and, and the other part, I realize the Lakers got kid glove treatment, but you had overwhelming evidence. You know, you have in a in a criminal case, you often have circumstantial and direct evidence. There was direct evidence in this case, which there aren't. There's no explaining. There's there's no need to explain direct evidence. Circumstantial evidence, you ha- you know, it needs more uh, than one explanation. Direct evidence. Needs no explaining. Overwhelming evidence. Uh, the NBA should have taken a first-round pick away. Magic and Rob Belinka both should have been suspended. <laughs> the fine should have been five million dollars. Now it, it's it's you know, Adam, we know Adam Silver's spineless. Five million dollars. That's the max they what, could find. What, what was the actual fine? It was five hundred thousand. It's a lot less than five million dollars. Again, that's the kid glove treatment. That's what I'm talking about. So it's like the NBA is like, well, we have to do something. We caught them, but we love them. So even though they're guilty. It's kind of like every once in a while a murderer gets probation. Oh, is that what it's like? It's like that. It's like the Lakers committed murder and they got home arrest is what they got. That's that's essentially. But it shows you. This shows you, Eddie, a pattern of unethical behavior by the Lakers. 
It shows you that. And, and the, the last thing on this, and I'll let my guys apologize. I know they will because that's the right thing to do. Uh, they were both wrong. <laughs> and they, they said, no, no, the NBA is not going to find anything. Well, the, the, the last thing here. And, and while I know the talking points for the Laker historians, like the people I work with, to downplay this and say, oh, it's nothing. Oh, it happens all the time. Well, it, it doesn't happen all the time where teams get caught. They were sloppy. This is something. This is absolutely something. It is abuse of power. It's abuse of the system by Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka. And more importantly, this is where you really know what a deep, dark place the Laker franchise is in, that they've been caught tampering, that it used to be back in the old days when your daddy watched the Lakers, they didn't worry about trying to illegally recruit free agents. You know why? Because guys wanted to go play for those the, the Lakers. They wanted to wear that uniform. The Lakers are so insecure right now. They are such a beaten franchise that they felt they had to cheat. They had to tamper with Paul George. <sighs> Think about that for a second. That's what they did. You talk about public humiliation, right? And we'll also toss in mortification, indignity, and shame because that's where the Lakers are right now. And Danny G, I want to give you the first opportunity. You said some very uh, mean things uh, a few weeks ago. We talked about this particular story. You were completely wrong. Oh, you could not you, have been more wrong. You are I would so like you. Ridiculous. I would like you now in the court of the radio uh-huh. to apologize. Uh, you will be forgiven. Apologize for what? I, you apologize for your your tongue being in places it should not be where the purple and gold are. Go ahead. Apologize right uh, now. One of Ben's nicknames is the. Czar of hyperbole. Yeah. I would like you to apologize, you know, Danny. Come it's on, funny. Admit, if you admit. go back to the podcast, even Ben said they're only going to get a slap on the wrist. That's yes. exactly what happens, but, but, and now you're even spinning that. But again, I, I, I was unaware. So you just covered your bases. That way you would look right either way, correct? Uh, so that's a red herring. Danny. That's it's, not it's, a red herring. That's what you did. Instead of Danny G, ta- I, I, didn't, I asked you a direct question. Are you going to apologize or not apologize? No. All right, so you're a fraud. I don't need to apologize for let, anything. Let the record show that Danny what, G what is a we, fraud. How is that you being a com- fraud? You were completely wrong. What we you said were, is going to happen, happened. You said the Lakers didn't you, tamper with Paul George. We said they wouldn't get a $5 million fine. You said they didn't tamper. The NBA found they tampered with Paul George. You said that the wink was worth five the, million dollars. The, the wink was the first layer yeah. of the evil uh-huh. plan. All yeah, right, and right. uh, you apologize. You dragged Magic's name through the mud. That was it turned, right. It I turns right. out he's not even the one he that was. they got he the infraction was. He for. He was absolutely no, the one. No, it was Palinka. He got a warning, and then he told oh, Palinka. You Magic were wrong. Johnson told Palinka. So you dragged Magic's name and his wink through the, the mud. The you NBA, were wrong. I was not wrong. Yeah, the NBA issued a then? warning. You sound like the such NBA a loser. Such a loser. This is hilarious coming from a Donald Sterling fan. No, 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 no. This is this is this uh, is Donald him Shirley falling back into NBA his old Clipper anymore. ways because he realizes <laughs> the window's closed. So now he needs to go back to being a loser. All right, Coop, I want you and, right and now. I'm gonna give so you the opportunity. Jo- yeah, Coop, I'm gonna give you the chance right now on the radio, I'll, on the record. I'll give, right now. I'll give you a chance to you apologize, you, Ben, no, no, Coop, because because you just Coop. wasted the last like eight minutes of our time with this ridiculous, stupid rant. I would like you to apologize. Or should have been five million. How can anybody take you seriously when you when you just spew? Garbage like well, that. You guys it deserves a five million dollar fine. Are so in uh, the tank too, with the too Lakers. bad that there's only ever been yeah. one fine bigger than this one. Yeah. So so kid gloves, give me a break. This is absolutely kid gloves. Rob Palinka, you know, he had his tail between his legs as a beaten man. Embarrassing. 
This is first yeah. act. You're embarrassing. GM. Rob Palinka says the Lakers, quote, respect and accept the fine. You two dopes don't, but the Laker GM does. And unlike you idiots, the Laker GM expressed regret to the Laker fans, whatever they yeah. are. Not many of them left. Sure, this and fine, the NBA. Sure, this fine is going to bankrupt the entire organization. Well, it just shows you how desperate and pathetic the Lakers are. Yeah, and for sure, everyone buddy. else who's not a, a, a boot-licking Laker fan like you two dopes, uh-huh. it, it shows how pathetic the Lakers are. It shows are, really. how much of a troll you are. Humiliation. They got caught guilty. I hope they have fun with the cheating Cardinals because they're no different than the cheating Cardinals. The tampering Lakers. Team tamper. The Lakers. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm very happy to report here that you will not have to watch inferior, crappy exhibition football for the rest of this year. Uh, That is it. Uh, The last exhibition game in the NFL has been played. And Thursday in Foxborough, Massachusetts, the home of the Patriots, the Kansas City Chiefs, will be strutting in like uh, Conor McGregor or Vince McMahon. They'll do their their strut, uh, their pimp walk, and they'll go into Foxborough, and they'll likely walk out with their tail between their legs at the end of the night. But that's the beginning of the championship season in the NFL. We look forward to that, and that is going to take place starting on Thursday. But no more exhibition. Everyone's done Thursday. Everyone played. Uh, everyone except the Cowboys and Texans for obvious reasons that game was canceled, but everyone else played, and the real season starts next week, so we don't have to worry about that. But get to baller status, you say. What the hell is baller status? Well, let's get to it. We do not talk talk very much high school football. We don't. Uh, or basketball, for that matter. People say, why do you talk basketball? I, I, I need more high school basketball on my overnight sports radio. But there is an exception to every rule. Generally, the rule is we don't talk about it. Uh, LaMelo Ball. Not LeVar, LaMelo. Uh, he did something. He's a high school kid. Did something worthy of conversation. Now, if you've not been paying attention, maybe you did not catch this. Or you don't care about it. Just pretend that you care about it for me. So he's the youngest of the ball trilogy. And some say he's going to be the best. Some say he's going to be the best. He's the youngest of the ball kids. And he's he's in the middle of a, a bit of a firestorm now. He's 16 years old, LaMelo Ball. He's become the first high school player ever to have his own signature shoe. He's uh, he's going gonna, gonna to be called the Mellow Ball One. He's a high school junior in Southern California. Now, why is this a big deal? Well, it's a big deal for marketing reasons. Le- LeVar Ball is selling a reality TV show on Facebook. It's already debuted, so he wants to get attention, get some publicity. But it's also a big deal for another reason. The the NCAA rules forbid anyone from making money off their own image. You've heard about that, right? You know what I'm talking about. And, and, and even before they get to the NCAA level, this is not an NCAA issue right now as LaMelo Ball's a junior going into his junior year of high school, but it is going to become an NCAA issue soon enough. And so old man Ball, LaVar, says he is not – worried about whether or not this is going to impact LaMelo Ball's future career at UCLA. In fact, a very braggadocious LaVar Ball. I'm so happy that this happened because I was jonesing for some LaVar Ball talk. 
I felt guilty. I had not talked about LeVar Ball in several weeks. I was like, I'm not doing my job as a blowhard on the radio. I need to talk about LeVar Ball. So when I saw this, my eyes just swelled. I was just so excited. Uh, it's so exciting here. So, so here's the quote, for the full quote from LeVar Ball. Asked about the possibility of LaMelo, who's already agreed to go to UCLA, not being eligible to play for the Bruins. Uh, LeVar said, we'll worry about it when we get there. He uh, was very braggadocious. He also said, who cares? If he, meaning the kid LaMelo, can't play, then he can't play. I don't think he'll stop working out and getting better. Or it doesn't mean he'll uh, he'll stop working out and getting better. All right, so let's talk about this. Now, the question, what's the big takeaway from a rather nonchalant approach by LeVar Ball to the NCAA eligibility rules? Now, I like this. I, I like this. I, and some people are freaking out. Say, oh, my God, what a f- terrible father. That's not the right approach. This is rocking the boat. It is also capitalism, and in the case of the NCAA, anti-capitalism. And I'll also throw in a European vacation. So it's all of that when you talk about LaMelo Ball and his own signature shoe as a junior in high school, which can be yours. For $395. Sure, I'll be running out and buying a pair of those. So, wasn't there someone that was going to order us the uh, the uh, the shoe, the first big baller brand shoe? What happened there? No? That's going to get here right after the Tim Tebow jersey, the Mets jersey. Remember that one? Yeah. No, all right. Anyway. Uh, so, the first thing here. LeVar Ball is thumbing his nose at the NCAA. And I like that. Many people cower to the guardians of college athletics, the rules rules keepers. But LeVar Ball is not. I mean, that's how it looks, at least at face value, right? And and on on some level, you got to respect the machismo of LeVar Ball. The the patriarch of the Ball family is essentially implying here that he is, on some level, going to potentially challenge the well-documented hypocrisy of the NCAA. That is what's known as rocking the boat. So I want to play out a hypothetical situation. It's great on overnight radio to do hypotheticals. But play along with me. Let's let's say that we get to the point where LaMelo is done with high school, he's ready to go to UCLA, and then the NCAA says, you, you can't play. Well, what's the next move for LeVar Ball? Let's go to court, right? Uh, let's go to court. Because on one hand, you've got the NCAA who's going to claim that the precedent is clear, uh, not honoring the eligibility. Uh, the rules are all laid out there of athletes who have endorsed products, made money as an amateur based on their athletic ability. Now, the counter argument is that the NCAA is corrupt, right? It's going to be the counter argument, and they will highlight how the NCAA allows the relatives, like how many coaches have been hired? For example, uh, what's the the kid that's supposed to be the number one pick in next year's NBA draft who's at Missouri right now? Didn't his father get hired as an assistant coach at Missouri? That was like a sweetener to get him to go to Mizzou. This guy, Michael Porter, who's supposed to be the number one pick in next year's draft. I, I believe that is accurate. I believe that is accurate. And so this happens all the time where the NCAA will allow the parents of star players to get 
good amounts of money and jobs on coaching staffs as long as their kid goes there. And then you've got the other obviously corrupt situations. I'm fine with coaches getting endorsement deals, and they all have big money endorsement deals with Nike, Under Armour, and Adidas. It just is absurd when you put on one side of the aisle that model and then on the other side of the aisle the quote-unquote student-athletes, which I've pointed out many times, is a made-up term. That is a made-up term to get out of a court case in the early days of college football when guys were dying playing football in a wrongful death lawsuit. The NCAA changed all the rules, uh, and they added different language, and one of the terms that they added was student-athlete to get out of having to pay a workers' comp claim, a wrongful death claim for a football player from Illinois that had died. I believe it was from Illinois. So that is corruption. So all that can be laid out. And as we talk here on the Ben Maller Show on Fox, the second part of this, LeVar Ball can join Ed O'Bannon. Right? Remember Ed O'Bannon, who the, the car dealer from Nevada who was battling the NCAA? LeVar is all about capitalism. The NCAA, when it comes to the, themselves, they're about capitalism. When it comes to the players, they're anti-capitalism. Now, I am a big fan of the big ball of brand. I like I like what he's trying to do here. It's a free market play. If you don't want to spend $400 on shoes, you don't have to do that. But if somebody else does, that's great for LeVar Ball. And how many people are really going to buy a high school kid's shoes? There could be a line of people that want the LaMelo Ball shoe. I'm going to go no. But that's not what this is about. LaMelo Ball is simply a pawn in the game. The, the NCAA is vulnerable. And if LeVar Ball wants to lawyer up, and that's on the table. That's an option. I believe he's got a compelling case. And I have practiced law on radio for years. Uh, You can look at my legal resume. I have tried many a court case on the microphones of FSR and other places I've worked over the years. (laughs) I I believe I will be correct on that. So there, there is a compelling case. Uh, with the proper legal counsel, which I assume LeVar Ball has access to, the, the Ball family could successfully challenge the NCAA, and in particular the definition of amateurism. Now, that would be the nuclear option. Right? The nuclear option would be to pull out, highlight, and get a lot of publicity on reality TV, the, the hypocrisy of the NCAA, uh, and also point out the antitrust laws, because that's the doomsday scenario. The NCAA likes the status quo. You can chop away at the archaic setup, but you're going to need a lot of money. You're going to need lawyers that are willing to to do it pro bono, I would assume. But the, the fear of bad publicity, the, the need to have no transparency, and lack of accountability, those are all tenets of the NCAA. They don't want accountability. They don't want transparency, and they don't certainly don't want publicity with cases like this. The final word here, though, LaMelo Ball is not going to worry about whether or not he's eligible to play at UCLA in a couple of years. And, and the reason why, and LeVar is the one pulling the strings here, if he's good enough at basketball, he's going to end up in the NBA eventually. If he's not, then he'll God knows what he'll do, but he'll do something else, get a real job. right? And, and there is a good chance that – the NCAA will change these rules. The NBA has talked in the last year about changing the rules anyway. 
and going back to a setup that's not one and done where players can just come out of high school again. Uh, the pendulum is shifting that direction. So it's possible that by the time LaMelo Ball is done in the next two years, the NBA will then allow high school players to go again directly from high school to the NBA. And the worst-case scenario, the booby prize for LaMelo Ball is a European vacation. And that wouldn't be so bad. Like, LeVar Ball can spin off his Facebook reality show much like keeping up with the Kardashians, right? You can spin it off, and it can be balls in Bangladesh. You know, you could, you could do that. Or, you know, Italy, France, England. You, you can go down the list of exotic locations and the Ball family. Imagine what the scene would be like in France if at the airport there in Paris, LeVar Ball shows up with a couple of his kids. Uh, how great would that be? It'd be uh, wonderful is what it would be. All right. Ben Maller show on Fox. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia. Yeah, I'd rather sing with real talk than talk about the ball family. No, but no. This is a great story, Eddie. This is a wonderful well, story. Well, I think you're a fool if you think that LeVar uh, Ball gives a damn about challenging the NCAA and changing the rules for all the future generations to come. He doesn't care about Why that. Why not? It's good publicity for him. That's what he cares about. That's all he cares about is getting his name out there. What's wrong with capitalism? You anti-capitalism, Eddie? I'm I'm anti-talking about somebody who's irrelevant in the sports world. He's not irrelevant. He's got a kid in the NBA. So do a lot of people. He drew more people to an AAU internet broadcast than like the W all of the WNBA minor league baseball. So there are more people watching that that particular game because, in big part, because of LeVar Ball than NFL exhibition games. He's a big deal. Whether you like it or not, he's a big deal. Only to stupid people. I, You're completely wrong on this, Ed. No, I'm not. You're it, completely it is, wrong. Is, what, you know what's wrong you, is continuing to give this guy a platform you, to say his nonsense. Let me, let me explain something how this works here. If he did not get attention, if people did not respond to LeVar Ball, he wouldn't continue to get the attention. People would ignore him. They don't ignore him. The reason people he, should ignore him because no, there's nothing not relevant should, about him. He's, he's just a big mouth he, that is, he, has he, nothing relevant. He's an entertainer. I'm he, not entertained I, by well, him. Well, I am. You're, you're, you can do whatever you want over there, but I enjoy this guy. I think he's for, great. For what? Because he's funny? No. Be, he's, he's intelligent? No. Well, what? What is it? Oh, you, you're asking questions and then answering them. Uh, do I think he's – yeah, I get a kick out of him because I know it's performance art what he's doing here. I think he's pretty funny. I think he's pretty good. I, it's puffery. It's performance art. And who cares if he's intelligent? He's a, he's a father of basketball. But how smart do you have to be to be a father of basketball? Not, not smart at all. So That's what, my so, point. That's so, part of my point. So do you only want to watch people that are intelligent? How many people in sports I'm are intelligent? My, my point is no, there's, nothing, people, there's no, nothing about him that is interesting. These nothing. We're talking about athletes. How many of these people are intelligent? Come at on. least those people can list. perform okay, physically. But- Go through the list. Give me all the intelligence. Because you want, you value intelligence. You brought up intelligence. I'm, no, so give me I'm the list. saying what is it about him that is appealing? The fact that he's fighting Nothing the system. The, he's, he doesn't he care about fighting he the system. He, he cares about down. getting attention. He, That's it. He could have signed a shoe deal with Nike or Adidas or Under Armour with his kid. He should have. He didn't do it. He didn't now do it went it. up to $3 billion. He's got his own reality show. How yeah, much money is You know why? Paying? Because he just wants attention, and people continue to give so it to him for wrong? some reason. What, what's wrong with that? 
They're, Why is that? I, a I don't it, because I don't I don't get it. I mean, well, we, what is wrong with wanting attention? Everyone wants their fifteen minutes of fame. What's wrong? There's with nothing Lamar wrong Ball? with wanting you're, you're attention. Pain, There's something wrong with giving a, a guy attention who's done nothing. What's wrong? People are entertained with Lavar Ball. Why is I, I that a problem? I'm not, and I think there are a lot of people oh, out there that are not entertained. By I would him. say more people are entertained with him. And it, I would disagree with it's you. It's the old Howard Stern effect, right? People listen to Stern more back when he was good on the radio, uh, on regular radio. They listen to him more when they hated him. But I, I think you're complete. You're the old guy in this. I'm the hip millennial, because millennials love Lavar. You're the sucker. Is what I you am are. not a sucker at all. I'm not. I'm not going to rip the guy's intelligence. You're racist, Eddie. That's what you are. How yeah. dare you? Yeah, good job. There you go. All right. Every conversation now in 2017. I, has I get to enough of that race. with the next show. Can we please not? Oh, avoid really? that? oh that's a shot. All right. It's racist. The, it's the Ben Maller show. Off. Does he leaving? No, he's leaving. I was going to bring you in here. You're leaving? What, has he got a hot date? Is there a bus or something you've got to catch? Oh, all right. Well, now I feel guilty. I thought you could hang out. It's the uh, train in Studio oh. City. All right, all right. We'll go catch the train. I'm sorry. I feel. I thought you had – I didn't realize you had to go. I'll put him on real quick. Yeah, we had a helmet man was in here, but he's been hanging out for an hour, helmet oh, man. Oh, top of the morning to everyone. <laughs> the crew, Danny, yeah. Uh, yeah. Eddie, and uh, Cooper Loop, and uh, – Ben. Yeah, that's right. And Ben, yeah. <laughs> now, Helmet, I, I apologize. I thought you did. I didn't think you had a timeline where you had to leave. Oh, he's got the headphones on over his Orioles helmet. Oh, this wow. is outstanding. Get a picture, group. Get this a picture. Is, uh, this is great. All right, so. Real quick, he was in Vegas. We need a report. No, he didn't go to Vegas. He told what? me he oh, didn't, I didn't go. go. Oh. I didn't go. He canceled his trip. Explanation. Yeah, yeah, I didn't go because uh, I seen a guy. Thursday before he before I came up here earlier down on Union Station he had his stuff, but the next day I went back again to get in line to take the uh, mega bus. Yeah. I seen the same guy. He said they confiscated all his stuff there. Yeah, the police took everything. Yeah, all the, the, and all stuff, they yeah. said he said could he go to court and get it back? They said nope. Wow. They said because yeah. the IRS. You know, the they, they had to get, you know, you would have to pay taxes on it. Oh, really? And he didn't have a license, and he said, yeah. uh, All right. But when There's I heard of, that, I just went back. Yeah. All right. Well, help, <laughs> help me, man. We, we have a, a network clock, unfortunately, but uh, I'm, it's good to see you. And, and you know, why don't you call Listening us? Listening to y'all last night, I yeah. heard the, uh, oh. uh, Eddie saying the Eric Mould jersey. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're fascinated by that. You're you're wearing an Orioles jersey today. Oh a, yeah, a, a number eight Orioles jersey, but it's not what you think. So all right, well, Helmet, thank you, buddy. Be, safe travels. We'll talk to you. Call in, yes, later next week. You'll call in, yes. Yeah, Monday I'll call all in. All right, call in. There we go. Top Help. of the morning. Yes, the great. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, here we go. It's Maller to the third degree. What do you think Eddie's vision is if he went to the eye doctor? Eddie, you have insurance, right? Yes, sir. You think you need glasses? I bet uh, you need glasses. I don't know. I think my vision is really good except I for the so. reading. I thought so, too. I've had no problem seeing crap, but the doctor said I'm... Uh, Maybe I should go yeah. and get a lecture, too. Yeah. Well, no. I go to a different doctor. They won't let you. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Mallard to the third degree. Coop de loop. You didn't go to a, a, the eye doctor in Costco? You don't have one? Oh, I should have done that. Yeah. No, my wife had an eye doctor she'd gone to for years. So 
since I live near where my wife grew up, I thought, all right, fine. I'll, See, whatever. Costco's got everything. I know. I'm so upset, though. I won't be able to use the, the Kirkland brand reading glasses anymore. This sucks. <laughs> Damn. All right, It's going to kill Costco's stock. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Reports say that the uh, 76ers may offer Joel Embiid a contract extension somewhere in the neighborhood of four years, $100 million. Not $3 billion? No. <laughs> well, now this may, uh, may be a good time to remind everyone that Embiid has played in 31 career games. Yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> ben, the Sixers have made uh, plenty of stupid decisions in the recent past, but yeah. they can't be this dumb, can they? Well, here's the way I look at Joel Embiid. I like Joel Embiid. He's a gas bag. He's a blowhard. Uh, he's interesting. And this is all about trusting the process, right? And the process of taking money out of your wallet. Joel Embiid, is a, he's a special case, right? A, Embiid... Uh, this is a a net positive because he's got a big bark, and his bark is bigger than his bite. Joel Embiid is an ambassador in the NBA for the 76ers. He he really is. I mean, he's out there on social media. He's doing interesting things. He's like an extra PR person with social media and his platform there, and that matters in 2017. And and really, this is – this is his meal ticket, right? He's selling the fact that, yeah, when he plays, he's been really good with the Sixers. He's only played 31 games. But also the fact that he's popular. People like him. And part B of this, if Joel Embiid can score a $100 million deal, I believe he'll actually be ending up giving the Sixers a discount, as bizarre as that sounds. The NBA right now is flush with cash. Because of the new television contract they signed recently, with TNT and ESPN, they are hemorrhaging cash. And so if it's not Philadelphia, then some dopey owner elsewhere would likely give Embiid more than $100 million. Now, I'm not buying that he'd get a max contract or a super max contract. I don't believe that. But really what Embiid is doing is being the Danica Patrick of the NBA. Danica Patrick, although she's been in a lot of races, she never wins anything, and she's made a ton of money in endorsements. All right, next. Tony Romo made an admission on Wednesday that he considered the Jets before ultimately deciding to retire. Ben, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. <laughs> Do you believe a statement so ridiculous? Why, why would he say that? Well, it was bizarre. I'm concerned about my, my man Romo. I'm a little concerned about this. First of all, Tony Romo sounded, you know what he sounded like? The comedian that does the circuit through Cleveland, Detroit, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and every town he goes to he's like I love Cincinnati and then the next day he's in Pittsburgh I've never been in a better city than Pittsburgh you guys got a great city and then he goes to Detroit and says well I'm so happy in Detroit let me tell you how bad Cincinnati and Pittsburgh were you know Romo was speaking in New York City at a preseason media junket and it's like he's a social chameleon I'm really worried about Romo. He changes his opinion according to the, the room that he's in, the situation. He's like a politician, and he might be a politician uh, someday. Now, secondly, this is a really bad sign for the broadcasting career of Tony Romo. It sounds like he's going to be another one of these cheerleading ex-jock hacks. We got enough of those. All right, we got enough of those. Now, you might eat it up. You might like that, but I find it exhausting listening to this nonsense, and if you praise everyone, like John Gruden, for example, if you praise everyone, 
You have no credibility. I would much rather have Charles Barkley or that type of broadcaster, but it's instead it sounds like Tony Romo's going to be a ball washer, and I don't like that. I don't enjoy that kind of broadcast. Next. Now, Ben, Ball in the Family debuted on Facebook on Thursday. Did you watch it? <laughs> I have not seen it yet. The weekend is when I catch up on my viewing, Coop. I didn't watch it either. But, Ben, I know yeah. that you're someone who doesn't necessarily enjoy being on camera. How much would you have to get paid to agree to have a camera crew follow you around all day? Well, here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to quote my advisor, LeVar Ball, and I would want $3 billion. That's what I want, right? You know how I roll, Coop. My life is pretty boring here. I sleep all day. Uh, I have a, a light lunch. I watch baseball or basketball or football, depending on the day and the season, or even occasionally a hockey game. Uh, and, and then I dig around the Internet trying to find interesting things to talk about on the radio. And then I'll have maybe a little bite to eat, and I'll drive for three hours to the radio station. That's my life. I go to the gym after. I mean, there's not much. What's exciting about that? There's nothing exciting. I go to the gym after the show. Fascinating show. show. Right? Wouldn't that be great? Rinse, wash, and repeat. That's my life on a daily basis during the week. So there's not not too much there. And I've had uh, people have wanted to come in here and record the show and put it on the internet. And my answer is always the same thing. I have a price. I, I read the book, The Magic Christian, which is not a religious book, but it taught me everyone has a price, right? If the money is right, I would do it. If Fox Sports 30 wanted to put our show on television late at night, I would put pants on. I I would take a shower. uh, I would put makeup on, and I would do the show on television. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, We make it a good show. But to answer your question, uh, the the answer, $3 billion. All right, there it is, Mallard of the Third Degree. How did we do? Then you pass this edition. That's a winner. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. Yeah, only one joke. That's it. And then we're out. One joke and your money back. Money back. One joke. We have one. We have time for one joke, Eddie. And that's well, it better be a good one. Serious Sean will give us the joke. He's batting leadoff. Serious Sean, give us the joke. All right. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Okay, I love a good dinosaur <laughs> joke. All right, why can't you hear a, pterodact- a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Because the P is silent. All right, thank you. Yes, I like the ho ho ho. Thank you. All right, bye, Santa. All right, there he goes. See you, Sean. All right, the uh, disclaimer Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week occasionally contain odd language. Uh, It's obviously unsuitable for children who should not be listening to a radio program at this time, this unholy hour where we broadcast live. It has unusual humor and advanced nuance. So if you're easily offended, we love you, but we don't love you right now. So turn down the volume for the next few minutes, and we don't want you to be triggered into a ball of rage. We don't want that. I'll read the joke. I'll bounce it off Eddie. It'll bounce back to me. I'll give you the punchline, and then Koopa Loop will have his offensive jokes. Danny G will tell you if the joke's funny, you'll hear this. (laughs) If it's not funny, you'll hear this. (laughs) 
if it could go either way, you'll hear this. But I, I, I want to mount it. Wow. Coop's right. a porn career. Here we go. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. What machine in Las Vegas has the biggest payout? What machine in Las Vegas has the biggest payout? I don't know, Ben. The ATM. It's from a remarkably average Matt sent that one in. Why was the calendar nervous, Eddie? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why was the calendar nervous? Because its days were numbered. <laughs> from the Sod Father in Chicago checking in. Uh, what do you call two all-beef lips on a bun? Two all-beef lips on a bun. I don't know. What do you call that? A Mick Jagger. Oh, boy. From Turnpike Bob in Ohio. <laughs> Why did Coop rush to Home Depot? Uh, I don't know. Why did Coop rush to Home Depot? He heard they had a sale on rolled grass. Uh, getting a little better, I you guess. Know, uh, yeah. I, I forget who's, I, I'm sorry the guy that sent that in. I forgot to write your name down. Uh <laughs> Why did Dairy Queen get pregnant? I don't know, Ben. Why did Dairy Queen get pregnant? Because Burger King forgot to wrap the Whopper. But I, I, I want to mount it. Yeah. Coop, you God. got it in here? <laughs> oh, boy, we're uh, going to Coop to save us, huh? Well, I'm not he's not saving <laughs> anything. Save, the I'll jokes save. will get better. We start out. You know the way it works. You save the best for later. I'll save mine for the... For okay, you're going to save it for later. The other side. All right. Uh, the Bartolo Cologne... There we go. The Bartolo Cologne fan club... Is having a contest for its members, Eddie. Is that right? What is yeah. that contest? It's free pizza and beer for the longest seventh inning stretch mark. <laughs> so Gordon in Tacoma. That's good. Uh, Eddie's listen. The uh, Danny G over there is being a you know, no douche. Yeah, come on. All right. uh, in a recent interview, Floyd Mayweather said that he regrets having to fight with Conor McGregor in Las Vegas. Really? He yeah, doesn't regret that paycheck. He says his sandbagging technique could have been better used in the Houston area. <laughs> Coop, that's not funny. It's from Kurt from Earth. Right. You didn't think I, it's too soon for... I don't know. Kurt Coop said that jokes. I don't, Coop apparently enjoyed that. I don't know. I think, I think Coop has been smoking. Right, that was great. All right, that was from <laughs> Kurt from Earth. All right, let's pause for the cause. We'll regroup. We'll call a timeout. <laughs> we'll try to find the really good jokes. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes uh, of the Week. The big finish is next. It's been said the Ben Maller Show is the best-kept secret in sports radio, but you can help change that. Word-of-mouth advertising is the best advertising. Post about the show on social media and help keep the show growing. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And back to it we go. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. And, again, if you're easily offended, it's probably not for you. We love you, but just give us a few minutes here. And we will continue. And uh, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. We'll have Coop's Offensive Joke of the Week here in a moment. Matthew Stafford's paycheck is the highest in the NFL, Eddie. Yes, I'm aware of that. In a related note, Justin Cooper's THC level is the highest at Fox Sports Radio. I was aware of that, too. Yeah. I'm so wasted. Gordon in Tacoma. Gordon in Tacoma. I can't read that one on the air. Uh, the uh, Apparently the Jets performed military operations over Philadelphia, alarming residents this week, Eddie. Oh, is that right? I yeah. thought you were talking about the New York Jets for a second, but yeah, uh, they, actual Air Force Jets they were, or something. Uh, they were troubled by the incomplete passes. 
Didn't need you touching that up, Eddie. That was from, from, uh, from I don't Steve. Think it, I don't think it really affected uh, what, that joke. What happened when Bartolo Colon and Andy Reid went whale watching? Oh, this, now this is going to be funny. Ben, what happened when Bartolo Colon and Andy Reid went whale watching? The whales watched them. <laughs> <laughs> from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Thank you, Eek. Well, In-N-Out Burger yeah. and Smash Burger are in court over the existences of triple-double cheeseburgers. Smash Burger and In-N-Out are fighting over triple-double double cheeseburgers. That, is that right? I didn't yes. know that. Bartolo Colon has declared them both winners. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, so Mike, all right, Coop, what do you got? Oh, boy, here Koopa we go. Loop, we here were getting we go. big laughs. The fact that he laughed at the Houston joke is a troubling sign. So <laughs> well, let's see what he's got now. Okay. No, I'm not, I'm not going there. Yeah, oh, thank God. <laughs> do, you, do you know that uh, Floyd Mayweather's fight record was found out to be fake news? Fake news. I did not know that. Yeah, he's actually 51-0 if you count his wife. <laughs> really? Really? All right, uh, moving on. Uh, did you know that no condom Carl actually carries a condom in his pocket at all times? I, I thought he might, but uh, I, I guess I didn't know that, yeah. Uh, he's just not a fan of pulling things out. <laughs> <laughs> Some just Josh who sent that one in. Uh, why is Radio Rich like a Uh-oh. short work week? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, Ben. Why is Radio Rich like a short work week? They both leave you a crappy deposit. <laughs> From Josh. Just Josh again. We sent that one in. Uh, let's see. I don't know what I want to read that. I'm having second thoughts on some of these. Uh, anything else, Cooper? Is that one and done? Is that? Uh, I mean, I have one uh, that I really uh, wanted to yeah. tell, but uh, all right. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, Ben read the disclaimer. Come on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, think about it more. Uh, Cowboy John Brad. He, he sent this one in. Why are the Kansas City Royals like a fat, ugly, smelly, broke dude? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Why are the Kansas City Royals like a smat? Uh, smat. Fat, smelly, broke dude. Ugly. Yeah. Ugly uh, they can't score. Oh, cowboy. From Cowboy. Oh. Why is Coop de Loop so excited about the return of football? Oh, I think we all are. But why is Coop excited specifically about the return of football? The hash marks are back, baby. But I, I, I want to mount it. It's from Kurt from Earth. All right, here's, I got my closer. Here we go. Here's my closer. We have learned, Eddie, that the San Francisco Giants have slapped Dwayne Johnson's ass. Really? Okay. Yep. They really have hit rock bottom. Oh. There it is! Big Ben's lame jokes of the week! That was the closer? Shut up, Eddie. There it is! The lame oh. jokes! The funniest, the best, as sent in by listeners like yourself. Ben Maller Show at Gmail. Shut up, Eddie. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Coop Scoop on entertainment. Hooray for Hollywood. Hollywood. All right, Ben. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world of entertainment. Yeah, no one's going to the movies, Coop. No, nobody really is going to the movies. How do you feel about that, Coop? As a child Hollywood star, that your profession, you became a legend in Hollywood, and now no one's going to the movies. Well, TV is uh, really taking over. It's, it's better? It, yeah. it, it, 
I mean, in my opinion, it yeah. is. It's right. The production value on television shows has just gone through the roof. It's like watching a, a little mini movie every week. You get right. a lot more hours, more room to st- tell stories. But uh, since Eddie complains anytime I don't mention uh, the movie theaters, I will mention that this weekend is the 40th anniversary of Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So you can see that in uh, many of your local theaters. Now, Coop, Coop, you, uh, Eddie, you're not going to the movies. You're watching football all weekend, so you're not. That is yeah. accurate. Right. I, and then plus, I didn't like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Okay. Really? All right, yeah. mo- moving on. All right. Anyway, yes. Moving on to television. Now, just real quick, I wanna I wanna touch on a couple shows that I mentioned during last week's Coop Scoop on Entertainment. Uh, Disjointed, that new Netflix comedy with Kathy Bates about the marijuana dispensary. Uh-huh. I watched one episode. I'm surprised I lasted through that one episode. It's the worst show really? Netflix has ever put out. Wow. It's it's an embarrassment. It's got a laugh track. Even worse than one of those uh, Adam Sandler movies they put directly on. I said worst show oh, okay. Netflix oh, okay. has ever put oh, out. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's it was it's sad because you know it's right up my alley, obviously, but not that good. Um, I did briefly also mention a show called Atypical, uh, starring uh, it's got Michael Rappaport in it, but it's it's a, basically about an autistic teenager. He's starting his senior year in high school, and he's getting interested in girls and wants to start dating. I watched uh, about four or five episodes over the course of the last week. It's really good. It's it's a nice, heartwarming, cute show. I, I suggest you check it out. A cute show? Yes, it's cute. I don't know that I want to do a cute show. Oh, not not, well, not you. Oh, okay. yeah, oh, not you, the man. listener. Okay, yes. I got you. Okay, got now, you. Right. Uh, premiering this week, uh, premiering today, actually, is the third season of the hit show Narcos on Netflix. Yeah. Yes, now, those of you who have watched season one and two may be thinking, what? How is there a third season? Because, spoiler alert... Pablo Escobar gets shot and killed at the end of the second season. Yay. Shouldn't you have paused after spoiler alert at least for a second? I mean, it's based on yeah. okay. history, uh, so uh, I mean, uh, if you, I got you. Yeah, yeah, no. Pablo Escobar's dead, so. I understand. That. But uh the show will be continuing on uh with the like the drug world of Colombia, so it, it it focuses now on Colombia's Cali cartel. Yes. So uh check that out. It's got it's got good reviews. So even without Pablo Escobar, it still still holds true. And then one other show, it's a, a horror comedy show, kind of in the same vein of uh, Santa Clarita Diet that starred uh Drew Barrymore, except this one uh, stars Adam Scott, you may know from Step Brothers among other great comedies, and Evangeline Lilly, oh. who she's from uh, from Lost. She was the oh. the hot girl on Lost. She played Kate. Okay. I haven't seen her in anything since then, but she, she was, was in one of those uh, Hobbit movies. A Hobbit. Oh movie? yeah, that's that's right. Good call. Good call, Eddie. Get her IMDb up. Yeah, she's she's gorgeous, and so for that reason I'll alone, I'll be her. checking this yeah, out. All right. She has a six-year-old child who's uh, the <laughs> Antichrist. That's that's the premise of the show, and that's Coop Scoop. Well, that's a tough break for her. You didn't mention the Simpsons firing their entire musical staff. Did you see that? I read that in the rap. Must be true, right? The no! Simpsons is still on. Coop, it's a funny. Sh- it's still a great show. Uh, they got apparently they it was got, great 12, oh, 13 years ago. Oh yeah, you're so grown up now. <laughs> God forbid you watch a cartoon. No, I'm not. No, I love cartoons. Yeah. It's just All it's right. gotten stale. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. 
Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 